Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special edition of Geekonomics. Today, we're going to talk all things Brenda, who's right behind me. And who are we going to talk to about Brenda? The man who invented Brenda. The one, the only, Matt C. Ryan of Free Lunch Studios. Hello, Matthew. How are you? How have you been? I am good. I am good. Happy holidays to you and everybody out there in Geekonomics land. Uh yeah. Yeah, Brian I'm is good. on assignment this week, so we decided to have you come in to promote your new book. Where is Brian? Um, I, he's on an undisclosed location. I can neither, oh. neither confirm or deny where he's located. I'm going to hack the system and find out where he you is. Might have to. Yeah, you might have to. I, I, I will be seeing him after this, but I, I, he couldn't yeah. do the show because he didn't have a schedule, work schedule didn't work out this week. But we'll be... After this, I'm heading out to meet him to go see Godzilla minus one. Oh, I want to, I need to see that. Yeah. Our last visit to the Enfield cinemas before they close on Thursday. Thursday's their last day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not why we're here. We'll be talking about that next week. We're here to talk about Brenda. Yes. So Brenda is an idea you had. Uh, it, I, if I am speaking incorrectly, correct me. Uh, she was part of the old food fight uh, group, and then she, uh, you decided to spin her off into her own book. Uh, this is an idea you threw at me one morning before a comic show at IHOP. You gave me the whole rundown of the whole story, basically, of the first four books, I think. You read the whole thing out to me at like 8 o'clock in the morning at IHOP. I was like captivated to probably the most awake I ever got that early in the morning because it was so good and i was like enthralled by it and you wanted to show me all these images and stuff and i'm like no i don't want to see any of it until it comes out i wanted to be surprised uh, of course i've seen a couple of the books are already out i've seen some of them they're amazing but tell us uh where, does, where did uh brenda come from in your your so, things brenda is actually um very much influenced by my two daughters um who are not small anymore um but she, the, <laughs> very tall. what that yes they're far from they're very tall now <clears throat> but the uh the first brenda story was a 24-hour book and uh there were three stories um uh one was um her tormenting her babysitters one was her making her father eat her cookies and one was her begging to go out to the pit fights, uh, which is kind of the equivalent of a kid uh, at the time wanting to go to like their favorite fast food restaurant, stuff like that. Um, that was the first story. And I don't think <clears throat> I don't think I've shared any of those stories with anybody yet. Um, But she's very much influenced by, you know, my two my two uh, beloved daughters and my I'm a huge fan of a certain uh, Robert E. Howard uh, character. Mm. So I, I basically, you know, took those two um, inspiration sources and put them together in a, in a funny in a fun way. Uh, when she got into the food fight books, um, that was. We we. I started doing the food fight books um, to provide a product for a younger audience uh, because we really weren't serving 
a young audience at all. And at the time we were seeing tons and tons of kids. And it was kind of heartbreaking to, to kind of do these, these shows, these lectures, these events. It was a very, very different time uh, for me. And it was kind of heartbreaking to not be able to share uh, a product. Um, you know, not that the, the things that we were doing uh, weren't good. They were, they were fun. I would say that like only in whispers probably is my, my best sequential art at a serious level in print. Um, but it just wasn't for kids. And I remember, so, I remember working those shows and like all you, I mean, all we had, all you had at your booth was like biggers and that, and then like uh terrible fleet, like along, along that, that vein of stuff. Sure. We have kids come up and we're always like, no, stop. Get away from there. I feel like I had a pretty good, um, I had a pretty good sense or ability to be able to tell kids, Hey, listen, sorry, this isn't yeah. appropriate for you. Yeah. It was an absolute relief to be able to say, but food fight is. Yeah. And actually before, before food fight came out, we actually had a, a digital exclusive comic called chip and fish. And that was kind of a, the entryway into the, that genre. And so then uh, from the food fight, which I think you said, I think if I remember correctly, there's five issues of Food Fight, six maybe? Around there. Yeah, it's six. Around there. I think yeah. it's one through seven, and we skipped five. Yeah, that's right. In because I was going to put a game inside it. Yes. Uh, but now that game is going to live inside the Brenda books. Hopefully. That's the. Oh, it's, ha it's happened. We've already got Steve Canaris is already writing a poem so uh robert e howard uh very similar in kind to tolkien um they would write poetry in these uh fantasy stories and um so brenda will have uh a poem based on this rite of passage this um this game that people in her and other rival tribes that they play and um if you go to the Free Lunch Studios Patreon right now, um, you can actually read Tumbling Rock right now. The story is there um, for free to enjoy. Um, but that will be a game that will live inside the comic that you can open up and just start playing. And that's a different way than you usually do these books with the Patreon is you did this where you'd release portions of the books on Patreon first and then at the end of that, release the book as itself is that so that's so, how you did, remind me how you did it the way uh i think i can grab one right here yeah so the way that we you know we got the tower of the pelican right here the first story in the traditional brenda books um is the free-for-all right and that's a story that's typically um released digitally on the web first and it's for free for everybody mm -hmm. And then there are people who get to read the color content before it goes to print. Yeah. Um, that, they're a very exclusive club. And we, you know, we charge a buck a month uh, for that privilege. And then. And that's still what, open. People can sign for that now if they wanted to, correct? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, currently they're, they're reading, they're reading through um, uh, Flame of Souls. 
which is a story that actually takes place before Frost Giant, uh, Frost Giant's babysitter and um, Tower of the Pelican. Uh, a lot of different things going on here. Yeah. So we have two main streams of books. We have the the main title, Brenda, and then we have the Savage Stories of Brenda Steelhammer. Savage Stories oh, of Brenda okay. Steelhammer are self-contained. Well, they're all going to be self-contained stories, but this is exclusively black and white. Um, it will always be black and white. And this one will move around in time where this one is a, is a, is a static forward moving uh, spear. Uh, like the regular, like comics. Would yeah. Be yeah. And basically we have, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but there's horde life, right? When the horde, mm. uh, Brenda is a princess basically uh the daughter of a barbarian lord lord great and steel hammer he's in charge of the steel hammer horde and they travel zigzag all over uh valturia um basically looking for a place to call home and as these hordes and there's different ones as they travel they will recruit members they will drop members but they will bebop around the continent and we kind of catch them just as they're breaking into um, or, or, or getting into the lands of Tubaru. And in the current story, um, they find a dead, a dead, I don't want to call it a city, but I guess it is. They find a dead city and Brenda and her father, it's almost like a take your daughter to work day. And they go in and explore this giant tower uh, that's in the, in the center of the city. And uh, it's a tribute to Tower of the Elephant, um, which was a Conan story, um, but it's a lot more silly and mm. uh, a lot yeah. more fun. But there's jokes in there that the the diehard Conan fan would appreciate. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing with this book, too, is it's like you're saying at the beginning that it was like you want to do something geared towards a younger audience. But these aren't totally just for kids. Like, uh, like they're kind of like all ages, like anyone could get into so, it and read them and get something out of it. I would say anybody who can still sit down and enjoy like a Looney Tunes or kind of appreciates the old Tex Avery cartoons or even like sits down with their kid and watches and enjoys a Scooby-Doo. I think that those, those individuals like uncle Scrooge, uh, the Carl Barks run, uh, was notorious uh, for having uh, just as strong an adult following as it did a kid's yeah. following. Um, Bone. I loved the Bone books. You could pretty much guarantee that it wasn't necessarily kids buying those Bone yeah. books when an image was putting them out. Um, so I, I, I would I would put Brenda next to Bone. I would put Brenda next to um, you know, obviously it's not as it's not necessarily as innocent as Uncle Scrooge. Yeah. Purely just because of the slapstick violence. Yeah. Yeah. If someone likes wrestling, if someone likes uh, Three Stooges, th then they're going to find some some fun, you know, in, yeah. in the pages. Yeah. Yeah. So, Brenda, you have how many of them out now? How many have you released already? Of the main series of the Brenda 
um, series, we have Frost Giant Babysitter and we have Tower of the Pelican. Um, we have sold out of the zombie. There was kind of a, we worked with Bill Bullock and he basically used, we teamed up and we used, I used his basketball team and he used Brenda. We kind of put them together similar to the Scooby-Doo meets the Harlem Globetrotter story. Mm. And we did our own version of that with his, his uh, basketball team that he had at the time and Brenda. And that was a horde life experience those books are gone yeah and that's a wonderful thing it's bittersweet right so it's gone so if you have yeah. one hold on to it because i'm going to change it and i'm going to put it back out it's going to fit into the savage stories of brenda Steelhammer. Yes. um it'll fit beautifully into this package i actually sent you one of the which you seeing on the screen right now I said, showing yeah. that. you're showing that now oh very cool yes Yes. Um, I'll answer so that afterwards, but it will be popping up in that in this space. That'll be the new cover, the yeah. new cover, and I'm going to um, redraw, redraw and zombify some of the the faces, and I might put in a couple extra pages because, you know, we were working within a restriction um, yeah. of it was basically a basketball program. It was fitting. Uh, it was basically pumping up these these players as well as my character. Mm. And the book came out. <clears throat> right before Frost Giant Babysitter. Yeah. So that was gone. I'm going to repackage that. Um, Pool the Big One will be out for um, Free Comic Day next year, for sure. And um, Tumbling Rock will be out next year, too, for sure. Um, my plan is to put out two books a year. Um, I have... Steelhammer and Chains which I'm coloring now and I have the cursed sword, which is not colored yet, but that will be a monster. Um, mm. That would be that it's done art wise, the pencils, the writing, the pencils and the inking is done and it will be a monster. Um, we're probably looking at 60 pages or more um, compared to the 40 page multi-story format that we're heading towards with the main title uh, mm. series um and that's I, I have, people might not know is that you're basically like you're one man banding these basically like not like, really more, more than most people would think like if that's why it's taking that's why you're doing two a year is that you're like you're writing it you're drawing it you're coloring most of the books yeah you might have people helping you out with little ancillary things here and there, but you're basically doing this all yourself out of your little sure. shop. So, yep. And, it's and, it's not... <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so if you want to see more comics, like you can go to Bad Elf and see the comics yeah. I'm doing. With them. Yeah. Um, and you have a full time job. So that's it. Right. Yeah. So, doing a comic <laughs> for them. Um, yeah. So, like every night, every night I ink before going to sleep. Um, mm. I'm currently inking the free for all story that will be in front of steel hammer and chains, um, which I'm very, 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 you get excited for every single one of these stories, but yeah. I'm excited about that. I'm not going to tell you anything about it, but I'm super duper. So, so kind of little bits here and there, but no, nothing about the free for all for that book. Not that one, but um, no. I've been putting in, 
in the show, which you'll see after we're seeing this happen, that I've been putting in the information on how to get more info about where to get these books at. But why don't you tell us verbally, where can someone get a Brenda? <clears throat> so, like, if you want to be on the cutting edge of these stories, if you want to be in front of the wave, if you look up Free Lunch Studios on Patreon, it's a buck a month, and you can read content right away. We've got a new page hitting tomorrow. Um, it's one of my favorite examples in Zipatones that's coming out tomorrow. Um, Zipatones is that gray, uh, those different uh, dot patterns that create grays on pages. Mm, yeah. um, because it's a black and white story, I had to ink it in a very, very different way. And mm. um, you're going to see we're on a we're I think we're on a four, three or four page run of some of the best zips I've ever done. So I'm super duper stoked about that. Um, or to jump in now on the Patreon, could they go back and read the previous books? Or how we do our, but I do archive them. So okay. Tower of the Pelican is still there. Um, once Pool of the Big One comes out, I'm going to archive um, Pool of the. Uh, think this through. Once Pool of the Big One comes out, I'm going to archive Tower of the Pelican. Tower of the Pelican, yeah, yeah. Um, you can get it through the website. I have one of I have Frost Giant Babysitter up at freelunchcomics.com or freelunchstudios.com. Hmm. I have to be a little better about that. I have to update the solicitations. But then I'm talking to somebody about doing um, print on demand and distribution uh, for Brenda, which nice. will be a off experience for me, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Um, so I'll be making that announcement relatively soon. Um, and then I go to the local shows. Um, our big shows are Mohegan by far. Um, what do we do? Con for, the, for the people who don't know, that's in August. Yep. Yeah, uh, Scott show in February. Scott's show. Yep. We do that every year. Um, Cliff's show. Absolutely. Um, we just did the Bristol show a couple weeks ago and we've got his year end special coming up on new year's Eve. Yeah. The um, uh, Manchester toys and comics show. Andrews. Yes. Andrew's show. Very, very fun. I like that show cause it's a comic and toy show. So there's a lot of kids there. Yeah. Um, and to keep track of all this stuff, you have these all listed on free lunch when you're where you're going to be at. So people want to know where to find you. It's all a hard copy. When that content comes out, I put it on the Patreon page. We put free content on the Patreon page, too. So free lunch studios is pretty static. Um, the Patreon is pretty kinetic, but they're they're mm -hmm. linked. So if you go to free lunch studios or free lunch comics, you can click on the Patreon link and you can see content that's constantly moving and shifting and changing. So okay. if you were going to read the free for all like tumbling rock, if yeah. you didn't go through pay, the Patreon page, you'd be able to go through from free lunch studios to through the link right on the main page. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah. And then book signings. Uh, I've done great book signings at uh, wonderland over in Putnam, Matt's comics and Enfield. Um, Simsbury Cards and Comics right around the corner from here. Um, Spot yeah, there in East Windsor. Say it again. Spot there in East Windsor. I can't think of the name of it right now. East Windsor. Oh, the little shop there that you took me to. That oh, the House of Books and Games. I love That's, those guys. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's over in Windsor. That's yeah, Windsor. A, That's it. They're, yeah. They are wonderful people there. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Uh, so, I'll, I go around and I'm always trying to sniff around and find uh, opportunities even the brick house the warehouse shows i've done a signing there 
Um, and I've had great experiences at all these at all these book signings. So, so um, if someone's watching this and they are looking to book you for a book signing, would they just go through Free Lunch Comics, or is there an easier way to get in touch with you, or is that the easy way? That that's a pretty easy way. And those okay. there's a nice um, like a form field kind of thing where you can go in and put in your information and I get those and I, I'm pretty good at responding at the, to those within a couple of days. Um, but yeah, that's a great easy way uh, to get a hold of me for sure. For sure. And since we can talk about it on this because it's a podcast, uh, they're not expensive, the books. If someone were to want to purchase a book, how much, yeah, the, how much, the are right? The color, the color books. Yeah. Um, which I'm very, very proud of. They're $9 a copy. Um, there's 40 pages of content. There's no fluff in here. It's all yeah. it's a wonderful. Um, we even hide uh, a prose story in here. Um, going back to Conan's roots. We're going to do that. Every book. Um, the only one I didn't do it in was the um, Frost Giant Babysitter. Um, and then uh, the Savage Stories of Brenda Steelhammer are typically going to be five bucks um that's a page count specific scenario yeah. um you know and cursed sword is probably going to cost a little more too just by the size of it and the bindings yeah. probably right? yeah, um, you do fancy versions as well where you do like sketch covers and different things I, too. I, I, well, i'm getting pressured yeah pressured to do that here yeah. Yeah. yeah which i should be doing anyway um yeah. I, anyway yeah, and those are all available. And then if you get them at a show, I will tell you because I've seen it happen. Matt will sign it for you, and he'll draw a little fancy stuff inside your books for you as well. So yeah, I have point yeah. getting it at a show in, in person as opposed to just buying it at some random location. It's true. Uh, even if you buy it from the website, I'll draw on it too. Yeah. Um, but I have my stock images that I draw in different yeah. issues. But if you buy the book from me when I see you at a site, I also give you fun little things that you, like you. may point at secret stuff that's going on in the future. So, and I've yeah. been doing that here and I've been talking yeah. a little bit more liberally about what's part of yeah. me, what's coming. And you'll probably just show them a future book that you probably are working on. Or I'll tease some artwork. Yeah. I don't he does show that. He does that. And I tell him not to all the time, but he still does it anyways. But uh, then I, I think that you do too with this book and you've kind of, I don't know if you've started adding it into the new books or going to be adding it into the new books is if a uh, fan of the book does a drawing of one of the characters in the book, they might get it seen in the book. So Correct. Every, every piece of fan art absolutely gets published at the site. And then I'll pick my favorite one. Every, every single book will have missive. We call them missives from the horde. And um, uh, Brandy, uh, Brandy Caterino drew one for the uh, Frost Giant Babysitter. Um, trying to think of the young man's name. Uh, Benny, uh, eight years old, drew one for Tower of the Pelican. Is that the one that we got? If I remember correctly, I remember we got that at a show. Yeah, it was and a man. Tell a yep. little bit of what, what that was like. I remember when we were there, when it got handed to you. But I knew that, like when when but still like when someone hands you a drawing about a book you worked on or you've done, what's it's that wonderful. like? It's wonderful, especially if it's coming from like a little kid. Um, 
it, it means you, you impacted them. It, it reminds me of, I remember I was lecturing at the New Britain Art Museum and there were, I, it was like a multi-session lecture series. And at the time, the book that I was doing was Black Roses. It was like a, a sci-fi space pirate book. And I remember a couple of girls in the front row were arguing on who they thought the, the stronger pirate was. And I was like, yo, that's pretty cool. Hmm. Shut, shut up, kids, but keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it was pretty awesome. So then when you get you know, somebody's unique interpretation of your character. I, I think that's fantastic. Um, there's really no better compliment. You know, the fact that they went home and you were able to create something that impacted them at a level where they wanted to jump in and, and make something mm. relate to it. That's, that's a wonderful, wonderful compliment. And, and I'm honored. Um, and I, the, you know, the artwork that I've received has been phenomenal. Um, you know, from uh, Hector Rodriguez to uh, you know the, the 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 these cute little kids bebopping around in early elementary school, like mm. it's there's really there's no better there's no better compliment than that. You know, you're when you make a comic and someone has to enjoy, they, you know, they leave your your presence or whatnot, and they go and they enjoy it on their own somewhere. Um. You never really know. You never really know how they feel about it. And anything, anything media wise, when you do it, you don't know if anyone's ever going to see it, watch it, look at it, read it, whatever. Yeah. Until they, they either come back, do more. Someone says something to you about it and you're like, oh, wait a minute. What? That's it. Someone's That's actually it. enjoying this. <laughs> it's yeah. not you just yep. making stuff to the world, basically. Yeah. So it yeah. that's a that's a that's a wonderful, a wonderful compliment. And um and 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 I have to commemorate it, you know, in the yeah. book or on the site. Um, you know, ultimately, while I collect them all into like maybe a downloadable PDF, sure. You know, we live in a in a digital age here where I can take a lot of random Brenda stuff and put them together. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm actually thinking about going back and getting those those Brenda stories that you can't get anywhere anymore. And putting them into a savage stories of Brenda Steelhammer. Um, yeah, like some of the old food fight kind of like yeah, totally things. Yep, yep, yep. How she got into that world and where that all came from, like an origin of how she ended up in food fight world. Um, no, it, I think that's the crazy thing as far as food fight is concerned. They're all moving to her neighborhood. She's yeah. not into theirs. Um, we kind of, you know, when when Food Fight would come out, it was like we would squint and make a weird agreement that I was taking these characters that could have been from absolutely different surroundings, different eras, different whatever. Mm. And we were putting them together purely for the sense of slapstick conflict. Um, we still have slapstick content. Um, why can't I put them together? Yeah. I, I'm the I'm the guy. You're so the, the the creator, you can do anything you want with it. And that's really it. And yeah. so if you if you read Tower of the Pelican, you already got one, you already got one cameo. Um actually maybe I'm looking at it now. You actually have two, two food fighters mm. in 
power of the pelican right off the bat and um i know that there's another one be bopping around and i don't know i've drawn so many pages yeah i'm not necessarily sure where they're landing um but i will tell you that um by the time steel hammer and chains comes around we will have addressed some some intense food fighter desire intense you're going to get food fight characters that i thought of that i've never even used before and uh they're funny they're ridiculous so very very excited um And I think the history that I came up with, you know, of Valtoria, the world that they're in, mm. complements half of the food fight characters right off the right off the bat. So, yeah, yep. So not only do you have Brenda going on, I know you have other stuff you're working on in the background besides that. Uh, Terra Wellfleet Two, <laughs> works. Oh man, time is not my friend. Um, but oddly enough, that book is like 75% done, but the bad part of that is I'm, I'm really doubling down on Brenda. Um, I think as much as I love Tara Wolf, I know you love Tara Wolfley. I do. Um, it's my favorite besides Brenda. It is my favorite for horror fans. Yeah. And on the website, you can download that. Yeah. Um, I would I would love to put that out. Um, time will tell. How about that? Time will tell. Um, I am I am looking up at the surface of the water, seeing mm. all of the different books um, that are in front of me. I will tell you, it's an exciting time. I will tell you, it's some of my best work. Um, I think if I if I jump back to Terra of Wellfleet, I'll be taking mm. my eyes off the ball. Um, yeah. Maybe it's something that I could resolve maybe during a 24 hour or something like that. But even then, like, (laughs) unfortunately, like the only other jobs that I'm doing at this point now, aside from Brenda, I still do the wrestling commissions. I'll do like one or two a month of those. Yeah. Um, But you can get those through Captain's Corner, correct? I do. I do. Yeah, I've got another one. I just did the Nasty Boys. I've got another one coming up um, that I have to turn in next week sometime. And then um, I'll do an occasional caricature job. Um, That keeps me pretty busy, considering that all I'm doing during the day is drawing comics, too. Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Yeah. But they're there. Um, they're close. They're close to me right now. Uh, yeah. I don't know where, but they're here. Um, the problem is, you got to scan it, got to letter it, got to yeah. you know layout. Yeah. And that all sounds wonderful. Um, it's not even done. That's the other problem. Well, you know, I'll I, I'll I'll 
I understand. We can't say never. Well, I'm never going to say, say never. But I can hope that one day you'll get the bug. And I have a, I'm going to tell you right now, I have a Connie book. I know you so, do. You have like multiple things sitting like partially just done. Waiting. I know. And Connie, that book is done. I just have to put it together. Um, oh, all right. Well, next subject. <laughs> so uh, where would we find you next? Where's the next place you're going to be at where people can see you and in person and get a Brenda book or any of the other books that you have available? Uh, it, it's like I said, it's pretty much all Brenda all the time now. And it'll be yeah. at the end of the year at Cliff's show at the Plainville VFW and literally on the last day of the year. Yeah. Yep. And I'm thinking of having something very cool there. Yeah. Something very cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but I've got this huge Brenda banner now, and I've got a, a Brenda tabletop banner. I've seen it, yes. The next thing I'm going to get is the, um, like a table drape. Um, yeah, I really want to pull the trigger on something pretty special. And still in the Brenda world, a couple people have come by for like the editorial readings and stuff like that. Mm. And um, they saw it and they lost their minds. Um, it's different. <laughs> it's different, but it's still in that universe. So, um, you know, we're constantly thinking about fun ways. It's all my intellectual property, yeah. um, which is great. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, there's something coming. And I think I might pull the trigger on it and bring it to that show um there's yeah. always you're always talking about all these different ideas and things you have going on and it's always interesting to kind of toss around ideas with you of course and bounce things off each other well you, things, you can do to, things you can do to get the word out but uh check out freelunchcomics.com uh the patreon uh you're on the social medias it's free lunch studios at uh the free lunch studios through patreon okay uh social medias are all just free lunch studios yep so you can get those on the facebooks the instagrams yeah I don't know you're on. i think that's enough yeah i was for a hot minute yeah um, you realized you were old and you couldn't do tiktok you know what? It's just too much. It's too much. It just <laughs> what uh, even Twitter. It's just too much. Too many yeah. things. Oh, the X now they call it. Right. Yeah. yeah. They changed the name and everything. So there you go. Yep. Yeah. So check all that stuff out and uh, get Brenda for this holiday season. Yeah. Do yeah. it. And a special <laughs> holiday package set up. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> a whole set. Give them to your kids. Yeah, there you go. You can Post find me. Talk to many of people who buy them and then take them home, read them to their kids, and then they end up getting into it themselves, and they're all into it now. So, which is cool. Yeah, which is so, really cool. Thanks for giving us some time. I know you're busy. I know you got a lot of stuff going on. Appreciate you spending some time hanging out with us. Thank we'll you. Next week, we'll be talking Godzilla minus one and a whole lot more. So stay tuned for that. It's Geekonomics, and as always, be safe, be well.
be kind. And if Brian was here, he'd add and rewind. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, Brian.